Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast. For November the 18th, in the year of our Lord, 2020, this is our one of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. We're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Quick recap of yesterday's show, available at LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. We talked about, uh, I talked with, or at Red Pill Expo, it was a live interview. We had Mickey Willis, director of Planned Parent, or Planned Pandemic, or PlannedemicSeries.com. The movie Plandemic. I don't know why I get those mixed up, I guess. Anyway, Plandemic. And Mickey was a liberal, a Bernie Sanders supporter kind of guy. And he kind of got woke up and said, wait a minute, this isn't what I've been told kind of a thing. And more and more Americans are waking up is the point. And Plandemic really kind of highlights what's going on. Well, the point is he's a movie maker. He was a rock star, according to the liberal movement, until he decided to tell the truth. Wisconsin Republicans are sounding the alarm on thousands of voters Kind of ignoring ID requirements there. President Trump posts a video, asks, is this what our country has come to? Sadly, the answer is yes, President. We have become an immoral people. We've turned our back, for the most part, societally speaking, on God. And we're in trouble, sir. And the sad part is very few people are pointing us back to God now. They have all kinds of reasons for the problems that we face. But the very few believe that it relates to keeping the commandments of God. And as Joel Skousen wisely said yesterday, it's more than just keeping the commandments that you got to do. you got to learn, learn to pray hard and receive guidance from God directly in your life and in the lives of your family members and loved ones. Major red flag pops up about a woman running the Philly election center. Yeah, I guess they got to look into the accounting or the... Uh, voting system that gave the county to Biden and all that kind of stuff. But the bottom line is, it seems like President Trump, the more he takes issues to court, the more the court slaps him down. We'll keep an eye on that ball, too. Associated Press bans the use of term crazy. Yeah, after their virtual signaling, they say you can capitalize the word black but not white, right? We also talked about meet the Jewish Democrat at Fox News' decision desk. The man who called Arizona for Biden early. Well, what do you expect out of Fox? They've been literally traitors to the American people. They claim we we report, you decide, claim to be conservatives. But at every turn, at clutch, key, critical times, they betray and show their true colors, don't they? Americans are sick of it, but claim they have nowhere to turn. Well, you want to know why you don't have anywhere to turn in the American people? Because you haven't funded any news services to make anything else viable. That's why the liberals put their money where their mouths are. The Democrats, the communists, the socialists, they all work together and put their money where their mouth is. The conservatives can't work together and agree on anything hardly these days. Sad, but a true reality you got to face. Boise State, 
I guess at a coffee vendor there, forced off campus for supporting the cops. So you support the police, you get forced off campus. Can you imagine in Boise, Idaho, of all places? That just proves what I'm talking about. The U.K., I guess a nurse got arrested for trying to remove her 97-year-old mother from a nursing home. It's out of control. Chinese media, joking, Beijing is for Biden city. Not just rednecks and racists, I guess, uh, is the deal. Chinese media defends Trump voters. Hey, you know what? It's others, too. Democrat Abigail Stanberger never say defund the police or socialism ever again. Well, you're going to maybe not hear a lot about it, but you're going to see a lot of it going on in America coming up because that's what the American people have said they want. We had our guest on second hour, Joel Skousen, worldaffairsbrief.com, joelskousen.com. Trump victory stolen by massive vote fraud. There's no doubt about it, folks. 2020 vote fraud. Joel Skousen has a review in his latest World Affairs Brief of the Evidence. And by the way, it's probably the best evidence review I've seen thus far. But you know what? They don't care about the evidence, folks. Will the election be invalidated? Joel Skousen thinks no. Sam Bushman thinks no. Kurt Crosby thinks we just might overturn it. He's hopeful. And I agree with Kurt. I hope so as well. I just don't have the confidence in the system Kurt has. That's all. COVID pandemic updates. Exposure of the false pandemic continues, writes Joel Skousen. Boy, howdy, is he right about that reality check. They intentionally stoke peer and panic, or I'm sorry, fear and panic, as they gear up for the Great Reset. And yesterday on air, uh, I called it the, I called it Operation Jubilee, uh, because I believe that's what's happening here. They're working towards a true, global, economic, tyrannical reset. And uh, you know, it's in the past been said by uh, big leaders, hey, I don't care what you do to a country, just give me control of their money supply. I'll take care of the rest, right? Well, that's kind of what's going on here. It is a Operation Jubilee. It is satanic. It is in your face. And it is coming. And I don't know how or when they'll uh, make that happen. But no doubt, the extreme socialist communist agenda, they're getting desperate. Because the longer we have the Internet where we can tell the truth, the more people wake up and go, whoa, wait a minute, this isn't what I signed up for. Right? And people are starting to realize and go, whoa, hold on. And uh, so they've got to move quickly. That's why they're trying to shut us down so hard. But they are pushing for Operation Jubilee. Make no mistake about it. And that's a recap of the broadcast that took place yesterday. Still available on demand at LovingLiberty.net. Kirk Crosby with me. News the network refused to use starts now. Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. I've been in the media for over 25 years now, and I've never seen anything like this. The more the, quote, conservatives and the Trump supporters claim that there's vote fraud and that they can prove it, the more the other side doubles down and mocks them and says, you have no proof, and the more the courts seem to be dismissing, dismissing, dismissing. It's very interesting if you watch the press on who's reporting what, to the point where it's impossible to know uh, what's going to happen. You might know the truth. But you're not going to know what happens. 
So there's major developments in key states. Sidney Powell. Uh, we're going to play the whole clip and talk about it. Attorney Lynn Wood. Team has smoking guns to prove Trump. 105% convinced, Lynn Wood is, that Trump will never be president. WND.com. Trump campaign attorneys, Rudy Giuliani. You and said Sydney, that Trump will never be president. You mean that, or Biden, that Biden will never be president. Right. Sorry, Biden will never be president. Uh, and you know what? I don't know the truth, but they claim that Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, have the smoking guns to prove it, said prominent Atlanta-based lawyer Lynn Wood. I've seen sworn affidavits. I've seen sworn video statements. When you boil it down, America was depending on voting machines that turned out to be fraudulent. Now, here's what I don't understand. I trust Lynn Wood quite a bit, actually. And I actually trust Sidney Powell a whole lot. But, Kurt, I don't trust Rudy Giuliani. That was the guy that ran around back in the 9-11 days and helped with a massive New York City cover-up. Has never admitted the truth on it. That's the guy that's a war hawk so out of control in the elections that Ron Paul had to school him back in the day about the truth regarding foreign policy. Uh, poor Giuliani's uh, a confused man, to say the least. So I don't trust Rudy. I think he's an inside uh, beltway, uh, whatever you want to call it, swamp monster from yesteryear for sure. And it's a little concerning when you get a Giuliani and a Powell and a, you know some of these people. And, and, and man, I don't even know who to trust anymore. I don't know what's going on or what's going to happen. I don't believe President Trump will be president next term. I believe it will be Joe Biden. That's my opinion, Kurt. But uh, Sidney Powell is convinced that she's got the goods and the courts are going to see it her way. But every time we turn around, we see another court case lost by President Trump. And we see the mainstream press digging in like you wouldn't believe, even mocking. I mean, if you go to Raw Story... uh, the headlines are just fascinating about how hardcore rabid they are. And it could be um, that they're just doing that to hold, try to hold on to power before they lose it. Or it could be they know something we don't. It isn't about the truth. It's a matter who's going to win. They say Trump is trying to reach a new level and pushing back against reality. FBI is investigating. Voter fraud all over. Who wants to break the news to Trump? <laughs> Trump silent after GOP efforts. So in the Sydney Powell piece we're going to play, they say, hey, Michigan is not going to certify. Well, right after that announcement, Michigan melted down accepted the pressure of the Democrats, and they did certify. They say, is he even president anymore? Loser President Trump abandoning his job. Wow. He's sulking in the White House. Pompeo torched for for, uh, lecturing other countries about elections. Anyway, delusional fears. It goes on and on and on. That's the liberal side. When we get back, let's talk about the Sidney Powell discussion.
The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education, conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999. Text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999 or go to defendapatriot.com. DefendAPatriot.com I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. Seventy million homes. You can get Newsmax TV on your cable system or check your cable guide. Right, that's what they're promoting, Newsmax, right at the end of this interview, ladies and gentlemen. I don't trust Newsmax and I don't trust Giuliani. I trust Sidney Powell quite a bit, though. Uh, the liberals seem to be digging in and absolutely in your face. So are the Republicans, absolutely in your face, that they're right and they got the deal. Somebody <laughs> is going to eat crow big time on this one. Problem is, I don't know who. If it's the truth, then Biden and the Democrats will eat crow and uh, will change the country knowing that there's been incredible vote fraud. That's the truth. No doubt about it. But will that prevail in the manipulated news media? Time will tell. Here's Sidney Powell in the interview. Folks, we got some news out of Michigan, and this could be very significant from the Detroit. Well, actually, we'll go to Jenna Ellis first. Breaking this evening, the County Board of Canvassers in Wayne County, Michigan, refused to certify the election results. If the state board follows suit, the Republican state legislator will select the electors. Now, by the way, they've already reversed that, and they already certified, from what I understand. Huge win for Donald Trump. Very, very interesting. Uh, they found major problems with, let's see here, absentee voting precincts didn't match the number of ballots cast, the imbalances between August and November, 
are not an exact comparison, but look, there's a lot here, and uh, we've got the perfect person, Sidney Powell, standing by, member of President Trump's legal team. Uh, Sidney, welcome, and I know you've been handling a lot of the Georgia situation and Dominion, but your reaction to the situation in Michigan, please. Well, that's an excellent development, and I would expect the entire Michigan board to reject the the counts from the ballots. The, the election could not have been more rigged than it was, and I think it also affected the race of uh, Senator John James. The same patterns fall there. We're still doing statistical analysis of that race, but this the math just doesn't add up for anything, and we know Dominion has a long history of rigging elections. That's what it was created to do to begin with. We've introduced the affidavit of the person who worked with Maduro, a high-ranking military officer who saw it all happen and explained how it worked. And it's it's out for the public to see on my Twitter feed at Sydney Powell number one. So don't tell me there's no evidence of fraud. We've got increasingly mounting evidence of significant fraud across multiple states that casts into question the validity of the elections in every swing state, including Nevada and Arizona and Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia, and it went beyond that, too. Sidney Powell's exactly right, Kurt, but you realize they already overturned that. They did certify, right? Are you watching the latest? I saw that headline. So, you know, well, the, I saw the, that headline says Wayne County reverses decision, certifies disputed re election results as video goes dark. Um, so that would be a Breitbart piece that says the Board of Canvassers had originally voted two to two along party lines. The tie meant the election results were not certified. But later into the night, the Republican canvassers flipped and voted with the Democrats while the live video stream was down. Uh, Detroit News reported after hours of angry responses from Wayne County residents, the change in course was approved by the two Republican and two Democratic canvassers with the demand that the Secretary of State's office conduct a comprehensive audit of precincts with unexplained out-of-balance tallies. Now, this goes uh, to the point that you make often, Kurt. What is a Republican? You've got traitors within the Republican Party that just said, hey, we're not going to stand on the truth. We know there's vote fraud, but, and they caved either because of money or because somebody's got the goods on them, or I don't know why, but they decided they're not going to stand up for the truth. And that's kind of my whole point all along is that the truth is there. <laughs> but if the nation and its leaders aren't going to embrace it, if Trump has to stand all by himself, Okay, and if there's no news media to report the truth on it, except for a couple of us, and it's going to be a tough road to hoe, even though this truth is with us. Sidney Powell continues. The, Go ahead. You might want to hear the rest of this real quick, uh, since it has to do with that. It says it's not clear if the approval was conditional on the comprehensive audit or if the investigation was merely requested. The news, that's the Detroit News, uh, reported the broadcast of the meeting went about as well as the vote counting on Election Day. Uh, says the high-stakes vote with the eyes on the nation of the nation on Michigan's largest county apparently took place while the video stream for the virtual meeting wasn't working. Yeah, are you surprised, Kurt? Uh, no. So that's how uh, it that is. They turn that off on purpose. But you don't certify yeah. results on conditions, Kurt. They're either certified or they're not. Well... 
at least this author says it's not clear, uh, that passed unanimously, Republican member William Hartman said when the video began functioning again, we just voted on that. Moments later, he said, we're going to adjourn, and the board ended its meeting at 9.08 p.m. WXYZ, that's a cool name for a radio station, you know, said the board voted to certify the results under the stipulation that Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson does a comprehensive audit of the election in the county. The Detroit Free Press stated the board passed a resolution calling on Michigan Democratic Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson to conduct an independent, comprehensive audit. Yeah, in other of words, the Republicans the just passed the bucks to the state Democrats. That's all. Well, it sounds like it, but um, at least there's more to it than just the headline of, um, you know, um, reverses decision. As far as I can see, there's more to it than that. Yeah, you would say that it's still being contested, right? Well, that's what. I read in this. What's story. it going to take for them to take back their certification? Or will their certification be overruled? So it's a sticky mess. And uh, like I say, both sides are doubling down on this thing big time. Here's Sidney Powell. You know, uh, regarding Dominion, um, you've raised this, and we saw the letter last night. People like Elizabeth Warren, Amy Klobuchar have raised significant concerns about Dominion. Now they're trying to make it seem like a right-wing wacko uh, conspiracy concern, even though people like PBS were raising serious issues about Dominion just before the election. I heard you say today, Dominion, the software was actually designed to be hacked. And I'm looking at one of the agreements they had with the County of Santa Clara on uh, this is a contract between them and Dominion. All right, before we go to the contract, this is kind of what I mean. Uh, they want you to believe that the Senate is drilling into election or to um, internet issues. Oh my gosh, the, the the tech industry has taken over and they're controlling the internet. Let's ask Mark Zuckerberg and and uh, whacked out what's his name at the head of Twitter. Let's ask these guys, you know, hey, hard questions. And so heads are rolling on Capitol Hill, and they have this big news that they're gonna. Congress has been sidelined, folks. They're irrelevant. The people that built the Internet and built the apparatus and funded these companies to be top tier and have the ability to control the information, okay, is your Pentagon with military tax dollars in bed with universities and big tech. And this has been being built for 50-plus years. I've documented this 66 ways from Sunday now. Okay, and now they want you to believe that, oh, Congress is asking hard questions? Okay, and this is kind of what I see with, with some of these uh, vote scenarios. Hey, Dominion is a vote fraud scam software. There's no doubt about it. But I want you to understand it was built that way by the CIA. Okay, the same people that helped build Google. Okay, so you think that they're just going to give up the ghost and go, oh my gosh, you caught me. I guess I don't get my third cookie out of the cookie jar now. If you believe that the government's going down over this, you guys are deceiving yourselves. I appreciate that Sydney is a good person. I think she's right on the facts. I think she might even be able to demonstrate the truth. But we've documented the truth on how the Internet was built by the government military in bed with big tech, in bed with the universities, and that the American people funded their demise through the Internet all along. But just because we've documented it and we have the truth, that doesn't change much. 
Item 226 allows staff to adjust tally based on review of scanned ballot images. Uh, look, you're the lawyer, I'm no tech expert, but that sounds very, <laughs> very funky to me. And worse than that, it had a back door so it could be manipulated by anyone who could access it through that back door. And that was a deliberate feature. The okay, but let me stop you. All software that's uh, not created by an individual, all software by big companies, all software by government, all software has backdoors like this. And again, if you want to argue with me about this, I will eat you alive. Software is built that way. It has to be. Or it can't be internationally imported and exported. It can't be certified by governments and used by governments. They insist on this stuff. So, of course, it has a backdoor. That's a given. We've known that for decades, folks. Of the young military officer we provided yesterday to the public explains how it was created for that very purpose. So Maduro, I mean, so uh, Hugo Chavez would never lose another election. And the CIA's known about that forever. Why didn't they blow the whistle? Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Dan Naraki. The United States will draw down troop levels in Afghanistan and Iraq by the middle of January. The official order came Tuesday that will lower troop levels in both countries to 2,500 by January 15th. Acting Defense Secretary Christopher Miller announced the drawdown, saying the move does not change U.S. priorities in the region. This is consistent with our established plans and strategic objectives, supported by the American people, and does not equate to a change in U.S. policy or objectives. Michigan's largest county has certified its results of the 2020 general election after an initial party-line vote that blocks certification. Republican members of the Wayne County Board of Canvassers initially had voted against certifying because of precincts in Detroit where discrepancies were found during the canvassing process. In agreeing to certify the results, the board also called on the state's Secretary of State to conduct a thorough audit of all the Detroit precincts where discrepancies were found. This is USA Radio News. When thinking about life insurance, my accident reinforced you never know what tomorrow might bring. That's why I reached out to AccuQuote. AccuQuote helps people find a life insurance policy that meets their needs. Since 1986, they've helped millions of folks save up to 60% on their life insurance by comparing the rates and features of dozens of top-rated life insurance products. A healthy 50-year-old non-smoker can buy a half a million dollars of 10-year level term for less than 45 bucks a month. A 60-year-old under 120 bucks a month. Longer or permanent terms are available. Even if you already own life insurance, you really need to check out my friends at AccuQuote. Don't worry about health issues. Remember, they help me. As a pastor, I'm concerned about your soul and helping you to make sure your family is taken care of. Life insurance is more affordable now than ever, so don't make them wish you'd made that call. 877-437-4781. Call now, 877-437-4781. 877-437-4781. policy forms and availability vary by state. The FDA has approved the first self-coronavirus test. The kit produced by Lucera received an emergency use authorization Tuesday night, allowing the at-home test to be distributed by prescription. The company says the test will determine the presence of the coronavirus in 30 minutes or less and is designed to cost around $50. Many states are increasing restrictions as a new wave of COVID cases continues to run through the country. 
Yet many people are against more lockdowns because of the economic damage. Dr. Michael Osterholm of the University of Minnesota agrees. He tells CNBC that providing people financial help through another coronavirus stimulus package would convince them to cooperate with local orders and help stop transmissions. To really be most impactful in terms of trying to reduce the transmission, we need people's cooperation. The way that's going to happen if we actually have the support to make that possible for them to do that. And, and I think that's a major gap right now in many of these closings or other kind of forced activities we're asking people to do. This is USA Radio News. All right, we're listening to the interview on Newsmax of Sidney Powell. And she's documenting the truth. She's absolutely spot on right. She's documenting the truth about what's happening with election fraud. And she's speaking absolute fact. She's clear. Listen in. And he did not after that software was created. He won every single election. And then they exported it to Argentina and other countries in South America. And then they brought it here. And it's a foreign company no matter how you look at it. So they've already violated the president's order against foreign interference in our elections. Our votes were actually eventually counted in uh, Barcelona, Spain or Frankfurt, Germany on foreign servers it's absolutely stunning and what's really stunning is the effort that is being mounted against getting the truth out on this but you have to realize that every tech company every media company every social media company scads of globalist corporations have been doing business in countries with these dictators that have been installed through this rigged election system for decades. The corruption is actually worldwide. It is going to upset a countless number of elections across this country and and around the world. All right. But we need to do that to get rid of the corruption. It does uh, make a lot of sense now how Joe Biden campaigned, i.e. not campaigning. <laughs> Their team seemed to know something. If this is true about Dominion, and I suspect it is, by the way, um, regarding, well, okay, so we have these concerns. You've got your whistleblower. Who do you bring this to? Um, like, what happens next? Uh, what body do you have to implore to take action? Well, we can add a fraud claim to any of the states in which litigation has already been filed uh, as soon as we can get the, the rest of the material together that I'm still in the process of collecting because, frankly, witnesses are coming forth every day that are fed up with the corruption in Dominion and in the, in the states and the counties and the country. So we're, we're in taking information at, a, at an amazing level of people who want to stop this and are absolutely fed up with it. You and mentioned we can cut the evidence from the war, the own mouths of the guy who founded the company. I haven't even had a chance to get that out to the public yet. But they admit the founder of the company admits he can change a million votes, no problem at all. The founder, yeah, but he's admitting that he's admitted that forever. Everybody knows this. We all know uh, these machines commit fraud. We've documented it, talked about it. I mean, we used to interview a guy back in the day that used to do a, a book called Vote Scam, talking about this very thing, what, in the 90s, 20-plus years ago? Okay, this, I appreciate this, but this is not New Revelation stuff. Under of Dominion admitted a long time ago, recently to you. Can, tell us more, please. Publicly. I will, I will tweet out the video later, and I'll tag you in it. Please do, at Greg Kelly USA, if you don't mind. Uh, that's pretty wild. Oh, by the way, 
What can you tell us about, uh, you mentioned brief, the whistleblower. There is a whistleblower. Remember, whistleblowers who are against President Trump are <laughs> hailed as heroes and deified. Um, what can you tell us about this individual? The one who gave us the affidavit? Yes. Uh, he was a high-ranking military officer. He was very close to uh, Hugo Chavez. And he is just absolutely disgusted with what he's seen and was participating in when he was with Mr. Chavez. He saw how it all worked. He was at meetings where it was fully briefed. And he wants this country to not fall prey to the same corruption and tactics that were used in Venezuela. And I'm sorry, is he an American military officer or a Venezuelan military officer? He was a Venezuelan military officer. He lives in this country now. All right. And you mentioned the CIA today. I heard you during a radio appearance. You want uh, the CIA director fired. It, it seemed a little bit off topic and off message, but w w what's the tie-in, if you don't mind? The, the tie-in is that there's no way these programs could have been run around the world to affect elections without the CIA. We also have had people disclosed to us the whole camera program that was created for the CIA and scorecard, which is essentially the same thing. It seems like every country has used something like this to do what it wants to do. Supposedly ours was invented to influence foreign elections, but that too could have been turned on this election. It's all part of the same part and parcel of government interference in elections to make choices against the will of the people. And the will of the people in this country was that Donald Trump win in a landslide. If we can get to the bottom of it, and I am determined to do that, I think we'll find he had at least 80 million votes. The only reason the glitches happened in the system was because he was so had so far many more votes than they had calculated in advance their algorithms wouldn't perform the functions they'd originally performed or were set to perform. They couldn't make up the vote count. He had gotten so many hundreds of thousands more than they planned. So that's when they had to stop the counting and come up with a way to backfill the votes or destroy votes for Trump while they fabricated votes for Biden. Sidney Powell, who is a former federal prosecutor, by the way, spent 10 years working for the federal government. Um, good luck. And by the way, very quickly, you have evidence is coming in fast. There is a reason for not making it public. Correct. I mean, you're going to have a hostile media picking it apart, possibly trying to destroy your case before you can even make it. Is that part of your thinking? Very briefly, if you don't mind. Well, not really. It's a matter of uh, collecting it in the right form and format to be admissible. And we have witnesses that are scared. We have witnesses that are afraid for their lives, afraid for their family. Uh, back in Venezuela, there are all kinds of concerns. People have been threatened, and uh, it's, it's very serious. We're talking about trillions of dollars of worldwide wealth here that was all corrupt, and every force the world except 80 million voters we the people and my little team seem to be against us well millions are praying for you and with you and uh find her on twitter least we can do sydney powell one at sydney powell one the numeral one we appreciate it so much good luck and please stay safe thank you greg you too all right, there you have it, Kurt. There's the update. I gave you kind of the liberal side. They're digging in and claiming there's nothing here and 
twisted arms and behind the scenes again video off the Republicans cave and join the Democrats. Don't know what's up with that in Michigan. Uh, but again, uh, Sidney Powell doubling down, Giuliani doubling down. Everybody's doubling down on their own, a quote, set of rules and narratives. Nolte speaks out, Kurt. So this is the ones from yesterday? Yep. Sam? Top story. All right. Very good. Um, just wanted to make sure. Uh, headline, Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood promise there's a ton of voter fraud. Um, on the uh, Lynn Wood, Sidney Powell thing, I thought it was interesting that, uh, you know, uh, you you mentioned about your concerns about Giuliani. I have some similar concerns about him with the Ron Paul thing, but I also know that it's been a number of years. It's quite a bit. Uh, he's quite a bit older, and uh, you know he's a known entity in the New York area where you know President Trump was from. Um, but when you look at the uh, Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood thing. Um, yesterday, Russ Limbaugh was commenting about it, and he said, you know, uh, when it comes to um, integrity and that kind of thing, um, it's really hard to find basically anybody that outdoes Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood. He said uh, he, would, he had uh, been exposed to Sidney Powell with the uh, book um, License to Lie book, and that... Uh, you know, you couldn't even find like on uh, Amazon or other places like that. And as he went through and read that, he said he was just amazed, um, you know, as to how she did things and uh, the way it was done and the way it was uh, presented. And uh, so he he's looking at the picture kind of as an outsider, not really, but, you know, as a radio guy and saying, hey, uh, you know, you can't really find two more um potent individuals to uh, go after this thing and and so that's what um, I thought was kind of interesting about this um, you know there's there's a number of different parts to this picture but the bottom line is they're putting them together uh, and you got Lynn Wood who says uh, basically uh, you know I've seen this um, evidence and stuff and uh, you know there's uh, there's something there you know, GOP rep Jordan chiming in. Yep, the headline there says uh, GOP rep Jordan. Uh, Democrats spent four years on the Russia hoax. Don't want to spend four weeks on the 2020 election. It's oh, a pretty good point. It's a great point. Um, the problem is that the Democrats control the media, so they can spend the time on whatever they want. Good point, Sam. Uh, and yet, uh, I will say this: uh, this morning, I was um, you know just trying to review some other things before the program and uh, it's amazing how many uh, you know ads I saw like from Epic Times and others I think the new media in many ways is taking center stage like you've taught us for so many years new federal lawsuit seeks to toss 800,000 ballots in Wisconsin Zachary Halashak with the piece in seconds Transferred to the listening ear. Listening professionals dedicated to hearing you. 
Hello, listening here. Who am I listening to? Um, Carrie, but I was calling my mom. Yes, you were, but your mom was so busy she felt it was important for you to have someone who could completely focus on listening to you and you alone. So she subscribed to our service. Go ahead, I'm listening. Well, I'm not quite sure. Where to start? Well, I can listen to school issues like science projects. I can listen to boy problems, although that's an extra $3 per call because of the emotional drain on me. How about we start with how you wish you had made cheerleader? I didn't try out for cheerleader. Uh, this isn't, uh, Mary? Carrie. I'm Carrie. Oh, oh, sorry. There is no substitute for a loving parent. And when you really listen, love is what they'll hear. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting, I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all of these other services, I was shocked. So since this. you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay, abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They right. are the largest single abortion provider in our country. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're going through some of the headlines, uh, recent headlines for you here on Liberty Roundtable from the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Please contribute. Uh, uh, as Sam would say, liberally. It's the only time we really kind of prefer liberalism, if you will. Um, and, uh, you know, remember that, um, well, it takes um, not only uh, Sam's efforts and mine, but um, all those folks behind the scenes, in other words, um, people paying the bills to get these programs to you. Um, so we appreciate your support. The next one says a new federal lawsuit seeks to toss 800,000 ballots in Wisconsin. Um, and the next one after that on, what says... What happened with uh, that one? Do we have any updates on it? Um, as far as I know, Sam, that one's still, you know, in process. Um you know, it's just a new one. There's a lot of lawsuits uh, out there. Uh, next one says, uh, Georgia recount finds 2,600 new votes in presidential race. Um, and um, I guess that put the president a little closer to coming there. Um, Ain't to that catch cool? They just find them. more votes? Yeah, isn't it amazing? Just poof. Uh, then the headline from Tom... Ozimek uh, says uh, Trump on contested election. He says, I can't tell you what's going to happen. That's Trump um, that says that? Yeah, this was, uh, well, this is what the article says, you know, and so, you know. Yeah, but it's uh, saying I mean, Trump's it's, saying that I don't know what's going to happen, right? Well, um, uh, I guess the question came up. Let me see if I can bring it up here. Uh, he says, uh, he told the New York Post in an interview 
that he is determined to continue challenging the results of the presidential election in court. He said of his expectations for the outcome of the contested election, you know, I can't tell you what's going to happen because, you know, he's, I mean, at least you can't read the minds yeah, of he's all right the, where I'm at. justices and everybody else. Um, Trump told the Post, Michael Goodwin, that he believes this election was stolen, pointed to enthusiasm shown for his candidacy at large-scale rallies, railed against the voting software system used to tally votes, and insisted that it's not possible that he lost. Asked whether he would accept the results if his raft of legal challenges fail, he said, we'll see how it turns out. It's hard to come to terms when they won't let your poll watchers in to observe vote tabulation, Trump said, adding, again, I can't tell you what's going to happen. Trump has several outstanding legal challenges. This is an Epic Times piece here. Uh, legal challenges in key battleground states. Uh, they say, uh, well, anyway, it goes on. There's, I don't know that there's any real big news uh, yeah, the, the, the important part is that, that Trump and I are on the same page. We don't know what's going to happen here. We both agree there's flat-out fraud. We both agree it's wrong. We both agree we need to press every advantage to try to stop the fraud and the criminal activity uh, to the very best of our ability. And uh, I can't tell you what's going to happen either, Kurt. I wish I could, but, man, it's just crazy. You would think that the mainstream press with this much evidence starting to come forward would at least acknowledge some of the evidence. But they're not doing that. Well, they're doubling down. Uh, the, yes, they uh, are. The Epic Times piece says another possibility being floated is a scenario in which the governor and the legislature in a closely contested state submit two different election results, leading to a situation in which there are two sets of dueling electors, and it would be up to Congress to determine which to accept. Meanwhile, Trump... Uh, repeatedly told this guy repeatedly that he believes the voting software from Dominion Voting Systems was in some way compromised, echoing re earlier remarks in this regard. Yeah, and I completely agree I with keep that. Bringing up, keep bringing up that movie, uh, uh, The Man of the Year, that nobody else seems to bring up, Sam, but, you know, it basically outlines the same thing. Yeah, because people are trying the, to stick more with the reality of the situation, not a... Well, I know, but even in that movie, you have Dobbs was one of the names, and you got Lou Dobbs yeah, now, exactly. and you got, you know, I mean, all this stuff. But, I mean, uh, you know, it might be easier to get people to understand it by watching a movie, you know. The vote was tabulated by a radical left privately owned company, Dominion, with a bad reputation and bum equipment that couldn't even qualify for Texas. See, President uh, Trump's President exactly Trump right says, on this which I won by a lot, the fake and silent media and more. Trump wrote that in a tweet. Uh, the report says Dominion deleted 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide. Data analysis finds 221,000 Pennsylvania votes switched from President Trump to Biden. 941,000 Trump votes deleted. Uh, states using Dominion voting systems switched 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. Trump wrote that in a separate post on Twitter. Um, uh, you know, it talks about Sidney Powell um, suggesting in a uh, Sunday interview that the president's legal team is receiving a deluge of evidence concerning voter 
uh, fraud and irregularities, including regarding Dominion voting systems, claiming the software switched millions of votes from Trump to Biden. Powell declined to provide specifics of the evidence reportedly in her possession. She told the Fox business that she has enough proof of election fraud to launch a widespread criminal investigation that we're getting ready to overturn election results in multiple states. Dominion Voting Systems has denied, nothing is official until it's been denied, remember Jerry Hughes telling us that, um, but they categorically denied false assertions about vote-switching issues. Um, anyway, I think that's pretty much that um, article there. Uh, the next one after that, let's see... Um, you got Dr. Kelly Ward, uh, chairwoman of the uh, Republican Party of Arizona. The headline reads, um, this election is far from over. Yeah, uh, She provided an update on the state of the presidential race in the Grand Canyon State, um, where I hail from, and assured Arizonans that this election is far from over. Do not lose heart, she says. Do not allow the negativity and the fake news to bring you down. Arizona is in this fight 100%. We're out to make sure that our elections in our state have integrity. That's what she said in a video. Ward said that she, as well as her team, is working with the Trump campaign hand-in-hand hand to ensure that elections in Arizona have integrity. So stay strong, she says. Stay firm. Understand that this election is far from over. We do not have a president-elect at this time. States have not certified elections, and that's what makes a president-elect not the media, not the pundits, not the talking heads, not the fake news. Um, in a formal statement, this is Kelly Ward, Ward expressed, right? I think she's, yes, I think uh, that Kelly's right about this fact, Kurt. And that's why I say we need to fight this all the way until they certify all the elections. All the way until the Electoral College makes their decision. Okay, we've got to fight this every opportunity we have. Trump is absolutely within his right to do this, and he should. And she says, uh, final uh, piece of this article, Ward expressed confidence that Arizona will ultimately deliver four more years for President Trump. Um, then you have the next piece says, Pirro, um, that's Judge Deneen Pirro, um, on their, this whole disputed presidential election, she says, don't you dare ask us to go quietly into the night. Um, and uh, she decried critics of those raising questions about the legitimacy of the 2020 presidential campaign and argued there were numerous areas of concern that warranted those questions. She declared the media do not call elections, that it was an obligation for President Trump's supporters to seek answers. Um, you know, and then there's a, a number of reasons she uh, points out. I think they're all useful, but they would probably take too much of I'll our go time. Ahead. I think they're, um, go ahead. A few of these are worth it. Well, anyway, uh, she says, uh, and I disagree with part of this, but she says the most important part of democracy is to do it correctly. Uh, I wish you would have pointed out Republic, but anyway, it says most important. Hold on, let me let me stop you is, there just for clarity. From a democracy mm -hmm. point of view, Kurt, they are doing it yeah, correctly. Good point. From uh, a constitutional republic point of view, uh, honesty is the issue. 
most important question, she says, is, did we in 2020, did we do it right? Did we do it correctly? She says, there's no magic in electing a president. Americans do it every four years, just as our founding fathers planned. Yet this is a life-changing moment in American history. America will either go one way or the other, and so it not only requires but demands all but all due diligence be exercised in this highly contested presidential election. Uh, she says there's both an ethical and a legal obligation to the 73 million Americans, and uh, I would and say, I would say more know, than according that. To, yeah, according to um, Sidney Powell, probably more closer to 80 million the highest number ever to vote for a sitting president to assure them that every legal vote is counted and not diluted in any way. Now, the way you dilute a vote is you, you know, deliver them in bands uh, afterwards or you uh, delete them, right, Sam? Uh, wouldn't that be something we'd all want, she says? Our dem democratic system is the path and the process used to achieve the fundamental right of one man, one vote. There are, however, several steps before this election can be called. The, be the media does not call an election. No one state has yet even certified its vote. Certification, in fact, has not even begun. In fact, the electors do not vote until December 14th. That ought to be interesting. I add, we have one president at a time, and until there are certifications or the electors vote on December 14th, the democratic process must be allowed to play out. But many questions remain. On election night around midnight, President Trump was ahead in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And then one by one, the complaints now in the forms of affidavits and lawsuits started coming in. Now an yeah, that happened. We were on the air live statement. reporting the numbers, and all of a sudden Michigan just stopped the count along with other states. Instantly, in many, many municipalities across the country, they just simply stopped the count and went so-called went to bed. What they really did is take it off the radar, kind of like that. The Republicans stopped the vote fraud going on in Michigan. Then, of course, the video feed gets cut, so it's all silent, and then they come back and go, huh, we already voted and sold you south. And that same thing happened to the vote count, Kurt. You're exactly right, Sam. And uh, she says, now an affidavit is a sworn statement. It's a signed under the penalty of perjury. It is a factual allegation that is generally part of a complaint seeking relief. This is where she's putting on her judge hat, you know, teaching us that stuff. She says, in this case, the affidavits of individuals that are the basis of many of the complaints around the country, now a part of official lawsuits are as follows. And she gives more details on all that kind of stuff. So uh, from a judge that's on TV, which, you know, you don't usually get uh, too much. We don't hear about old judge, uh, what's his name, uh, Napolitano much anymore, you know. Andrew know Napolitano's kind of quiet. Fox slapped him around a bit and got him to shut up. Of course, he won't come over to our side and do, uh, you know, radio and other things that could build our uh, base, right? I've been trying to get a hold of Donald Trump Jr. and Eric Trump, and they're nowhere to be found either. So there you go. Uh, very interesting stuff. All I know is Sidney Powell says she drops a bomb. I've got lots of ways to prove massive election fraud. So much evidence, I feel like it's coming through a fire hose, says Joe Kovacs, WND.com. They're all correct. The only question left is, will it be enough?
Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for November the 18th in the year of our Lord, 2020. Our goal to promote God, family, and country and protect life, liberty, and property. That's who we are. That's what we do. And, um, you know, the Democrats and the liberals or whatever you want to call them, it's hard to know who's who. The swamp. Uh, what do you call them these days, Kurt? The Democrats, the swamp, the liberals, the left. Insiders, the kingmen, whatever yeah. you want to call yeah. it. It's just uh, there's a whole bunch of names for them. But here's the but question. They, yeah. Andrew Yang is one of these guys, Kurt. And Andrew was uh-huh. running against he's Joe. He's getting ready to move. And now he's back in Joe. But did he just suggest committing a felony, Kurt? Did Andrew Yang? Hold on. Sorry. Uh, did Andrew Yang um, suggest committing a felony, Kurt? Listen to this. Andrew Yang, who was the Democrat presidential candidate of 2020 in the Democrat primaries, just say he was going to commit a felony? And suggest others to do the same? Watch this and see what you think. Help is on the way. Former Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang announcing on Twitter that he's moving to Georgia with his wife. Yang says he's helping the Democratic candidates in the U.S. Senate runoffs, John Ossoff and Raphael Warnock, so they can win against Senators David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler. But he also says this is a way to get rid of Mitch McConnell and help Joe and Kamala get things done in the next four years. He's now calling on everyone who campaigned for the president-elect to move to the Peach State. About going forward in the January 5 election is that we've gone from 50 state targets to one. So we fully anticipate that the potential threat level in the state will increase. And while I'm at it, there's another thing we need to talk about that is going back to the nature of our law when it comes to registration. Um, There's been discussion about people coming in from out of state, Andrew Yang being the most famous, to come and help Georgia see the light and do the right thing. I want to remind everybody, in order to have the ability to register to vote in Georgia, you have to be a Georgia resident, which means you have to believe you're staying in Georgia. You can't be a canvasser for Bloomberg. You can't be a canvasser for the Koch brothers and decide, hey, I'm going to vote here while I'm here. If you do that and you leave, the Attorney General Office reminded us of this yesterday. They put it online. It is a felony that is charged up to 10 years and I think a $100,000 fine. Let me be clear about this. If you want to move to Georgia and be part of the number one state in America to do business, we are happy to have you. It's great to have you come in. But if you were here for the sole sake of politics, if you voted for Senate in one state and moved here to another state, I know that's another thing that could potentially be go before the courts because you've already cast a vote for a body that's going to be seated in January. Don't game our system. The Secretary of State's office will stand with the Attorney General's office and local DAs if you are gaming our system. Come here, campaign. Go door to door. It's your First Amendment right, but don't try to game our system. Well, kudos to the state of Georgia. It looks like they've uh, sent a clear message out there. So for Andrew Yang and all of his uh, little minions, if you're going to commit a felony in the state of Georgia, it may not be a good idea. That's my uh, security buddy. He deals with... uh Virtual security and, and internet and all kinds of security uh, measures. He chimes in on that, highlights that for us, Kurt. But uh, I got news for the security guy, for you, for Andrew, for Georgia, for this Georgia leader that spoke out. 
That only applies to conservatives, Kurt. Whatever you want to call our group. It doesn't apply to their group. It doesn't apply to the communists and the liberals and the socialists and the whatever you want to call the left and all those. It doesn't apply to those guys. They can do what they want. How many of them are in jail, Kurt? I think there's uh, the jails must be full, Sam. There's just no room for guys like that. Um, you know, okay. they just don't seem to have any space to fit them in. They've got space for like Steve Stockman and that's correct. You know, um, you know people like that. You know. Yeah, so I, I don't mean to be rude, but I, I, and this is the kind of thing. I know Kurt gets frustrated because I'm quite cynical, but I just don't have confidence in the system. I have just lost confidence, and I know we get a win once in a while. But even when we get a win, oftentimes it's a loss. Let me give you an example to make the point. Uh, you know, Ammon Bundy won because he didn't go to, well, wait a minute, he did go to jail. <laughs> Ammon Bundy won because he's guilty of nothing. But he lost two years with his life and his wife and his family. His name's drunk through the mud. He's now known as a whacked-out conspiracy theorist, militia member. His whole name is known for the takeover of the Mount Hero Wildlife Refuge. And it's not at all who Ammon is. It's a little teeny piece of what he believes in and stands for. And he was right. And he's not guilty of anything. Nevertheless, he didn't get a penny for his losses. He got abused by the system. And uh, you know what? They won. I mean, Ammon won, right? Who won? It's hard to really say. Lavoy Finnicum's dead. So it's hard to say really who won. And even when we win, it's kind of like a backhanded loss. And, and I don't mean to be negative about that, but I'm trying to be candid and open and honest about that. But I just don't have trust in the system. My buddy Hans Verlin Anderson back in the day in the 80s literally indicted the Federal Reserve with evidence everywhere. All the judge did was smirked and laughed and said, my goodness, we got a runaway grand jury. And the, the judge just threw it all out into that. Then you got Ken Cromar and the IRS. You know, hey, they're literally putting a gag order on Ken while KSL News, the biggest news organization in the state, is just, you know, giving out all the details. Except the details aren't even factual. But how do you sue KSL? With what money, Kurt? And so all I'm saying is that you know, we battle, 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 battle. And when I heard Al Carter back in the 90s was going to take down the IRS, I really kind of believed in that stuff at the time. I was kind of like, hey, you know what? Good people are doing good things. We're going to do. But every time I turn around, the good guys just seem to get shut down. Once in a while, we get a win. Once in a while, it turns out okay. But very rarely, indeed, does it turn out well. So I did an interview at Red Pill Expo with Stuart Rhodes that I want to um, play because I think it relates to what we're going to be facing coming up. If Trump does win, and I, you know, if Trump does expose the fraud, create accountability, and remain our president, I think Stuart Rhodes is highlighting what will likely happen in this interview. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live at Red Pill. I'm telling you right now, it is an event to behold. RedPillExpo.com. $35 gets you the online streaming option. And you can watch all the presentations for 60 days for a mere 35 bucks. It is an incredible opportunity. I don't get a penny for recommending it. I'm just telling you, I was live at the Red Pill Expo. And it has been an incredible two-day uh, event. Uh, some of the brightest minds in the Patriot movement to say the least. Talent 
everywhere. I'll tell you that right now. Redpillexpo.com. Without further ado, Stuart Rhodes, Oathkeepers.org. Back with us. Welcome, sir. Glad to be here. So you want to catch us up on things that we need to do to prepare for the oncoming onslaught from the thugs out there, don't you? Yeah, I want to focus on that. I think it's critical to get that message out. Um, when you say get that message out, you're seeing stuff on the ground that the average American just doesn't really realize is going on, right? Absolutely correct. In fact, unfortunately, yesterday we had a patriot in uh, Denver who was killed by oh. a radical leftist um, during a protest. It was, it was a black-to-blue rally in, uh, in Denver, and after the rally was over, when he was trying to get back to his vehicle, he was shot in the face and killed. Do these people just do it all for money? Do they really feel like they've been wronged? What, what is the, I guess what I don't exactly understand is what drives these people? They're crazy, sir. They're nuts. Uh, well, here's what's going on is you have, like I said yesterday in my presentation, you have now all the chickens coming home to roost that Bill Ayers, Bernadine Dorn, and other communists have been able to uh, create their foot soldiers Millions of American kids have been turned against their own country by these old, decrepit communists who went into academia. They've been sowing the seeds for a long time via the education system. They have. They? And, th and what we're going to see now, is it's, we're always seeing now, is gone kinetic. It's not that we're heading into a, a actually a hot civil war. We're already in one. And this is the thing. is I was talking to Matt Shea the other day on a phone call with him and other, other leaders around the country, and he said something I thought was very profound. He said the first step... In combat, he's a combat vet, yes, is to course. understand when you're in a fight. And, and when you don't understand that, that's when people die. And that's where we are right now is many Americans just don't realize we are already in a fight. It's already gone kinetic. The communists in the streets have already begun to kill patriots, and they're going to kill more. And they're arming up. It's not that Antifa or a bunch of little skinny, you know, unarmed you know, weenies from, from a, someone's basement. That's a stereotype, but they are arming up and training, and they are aligned with jihadists who have legit training and terrorist experience in the Middle East. How do the average American, or how does the average American make the leap? In other words, I don't want to be the guy to say we're in a civil war now, let's quantum leap there, or the guy they blame it on for saying, well, you led us there. But I also don't want to be the guy that's so stupid I get left behind in what's really happening because I believe taking action now can bring peace later, right? Well, what we have to do is, is, is you have to realize that this has been the plan, like I said, from the Weather Underground on. Um, I encourage people to go look at the uh, video that, that Jim Griffin did in 1969 laying out the communist plan to use racial division in the country and then to use massive terrorism and chaos, intentionally set fires across the country, sniper attacks, attacks on infrastructures. You're seeing that right now. So go watch that video of Jira Griffin from 1969 talking about how the communist plan was to use racial division and to try to get Americans of you know black descent in particular to think this country is inherently racist, that they're being, still being oppressed, and it must be overthrown. That has been the game plan. It's the same game plan that was adopted by, by Bill Ayers and Bernie Dorn and the other communists and Weather Underground. It was a sp All right, hang tight. Sam Bushman interviewing Stuart Rhodes at Red Pill Expo. I think this is absolutely relevant, and that's why I don't think that President Trump will be successful. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. Liberty Roundtable Live. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? 
Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. So my interview with Stuart Rhodes live from Creature or from Jekyll Island, <laughs> live from Jekyll Island with Stuart Rhodes from the Red Pill Expo uh, several weeks ago uh, really highlights this. The communists have been at this since the 60s. The old decrepit hippies, the communists, literally doubled down, went into academia. And we, as the American people, have been letting them be in charge of our children for literally 50 years. And now they hate you, they hate each other, they hate freedom, they hate America, They and they're literally ready to rumble. They're not just the skinny kid in the basement. They're literally military trained. Yeah, the interview continues. There was a split at the, from the Students of Democratic Society, the SDS, at the National Convention, I think it was 1968. There was a split. The Maoists wanted to consider continue on along the class warfare lines of the workers versus the capitalists. But the, the other communists there, like Bernadine Dorns and Bill Ayers, wanted to focus on identity politics. And they prevailed. And that was the plan, and that has been the plan since then. The, the left has been focused on racial identity politics as their drive, and then, of course, sexual as well. Now, let's, let's take this to the next level, because most Americans are saying, you know, I get it, I agree. It's pretty gnarly in the streets. I'm sure Glad Oath Keepers and others are taking care of business to kind of calm things down but it's not going to come to a neighborhood near me. What do you say to that? Well, I think they're, they're whistling past a graveyard. I mean, it's already begun to happen. Uh, we have seen across the country, including in rural Texas, where you have Antifa and, and Colorado, where they've gone into the suburbs and gone into the country intentionally to go and poke at what they've been brainwashed to believe are the racists, the Trump supporters. They hate you. They want you dead, and they want you to be intimidated. And as Jerry Griffin says in that video, 
1969, the plan is, is to cause so much terror that the average male in the population is pinned in his home, is afraid to leave his home, and they are therefore free to do what they want to take over. That's the plan. And that's exactly why they're doing these trial runs. These are, these are probes. These are tests of the strategy to go and terrorize the, the patriots, the Trump supporters, to pin you in their homes. And that's why government is in on it, and the communists in government reign supreme. They're the ones using the coronavirus for their efforts. If you want to stand up for liberty, hey, don't go outside. If you want to go to church, don't you dare go outside. If you want to riot, pillar, plunder, murder, rape, destroy, oh, by all means, it's, I mean, the end justifies it. It's necessary. You've been uh, oppressed for so long. Even the government has that narrative. Just ask the governors that join the riots. What time frame do you think the average American has uh, in terms of between when now and when they're really pinned in their homes and uh, when this really unleashes to the point where it'll affect every American? This might be an election Cause, day. Because it will, right? It will be. It's this is what they're going to do. Accept reality. It's kind of like after the, the attack on Pearl Harbor happened. You're going to be in a fight. So understand you're already in a fight. This is too, it's too late to solve this purely through political means. It's not going to happen that way. You're going to have to go down the same road the Founding Fathers did or your forefathers did in World War II. You're going to have to fight. And let's be very clear, ladies and gentlemen. This is not a threat. This is not an agitation. We are not leading us to this. We're acknowledging reality and what they're doing to us. Is that right? That's correct. And the answer is what the founders told us was necessary, which is the militia of the people, the body of the people trained to arms. And you have the assets you need right now to put this down, to suppress the insurrection, and to retain stability in this country. The assets are you, look in the mirror, and your neighbors. In every neighborhood, you will find veterans, especially now we have 14 million veterans in this country. You will find retired police officers. You'll find the, the ex-firefighter, EMT, the engineers. You've got all the talent you need. You just need to organize them. The founders wanted you to be organized. An unorganized militia is ridiculous. It's an oxymoron. But the government, political elites have failed to organize Americans as the founders intended into an actual organized unit as militia. And they demonized the very concept. So let go of all of that and just go back to what the founders told you was necessary. Come together with your neighbors. I say you should go and do a muster. you got three weeks now. Do a muster in your county. Just call all the men of the county to come together and stand up, identify themselves, where they live, their skill sets, and then go back to their neighborhoods as skill set oriented units that go back to the neighborhood and find more men who want to stand up as the home guard in the neighborhood. You've got to do it now. As it's dog eat dog, because that's what it's going to come down to, will the average military member, the average vet, will the average retired police officer, will the average even active duty police officer, uh, sheriff's deputy, etc., etc., will they pick the right side or will they turn against us? People have been wondering that for a long time. Well, the more chaos you have, the easier it is to convince the current Soviet military that they should go along with extraordinary measures to, to restore stability. That's exactly the plan of the communists and the Democrats, is to cause so much chaos to say that Trump's illegitimate and he's causing all this violence, and therefore the military should step in and declare martial law, which is, elite, which is unconstitutional, and depose President Trump. That's, that's their plan. So when you keep things stable in your own neighborhood, in your own town, in your own county, that thwarts their plan. They will not have the instability they need. But you've got to come together. You've got to get off the couch right now, let go of your fear, and do a muster. Throw up, just like Martin Luther pinning the, 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 the broadsheet to the door of the church, go pin up your muster sheets all over your, your town and county on all the bulletin boards at the local grocery store and a gun shop and the auto parts store 
and the VFW and put the men together. And we've been doing this in Virginia. In Virginia, the Virginians realized they needed to stand up, and you've had grassroots militias popping up of 500, 400, 300 men at a time popping up all over Virginia. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a serious discussion we're having here, and I don't want you to back away from it, and I don't want you to, th to think that we're advocating for it, but we are seeing the reality on the ground and what they're doing and how they're doing it. These people have big money, and they have real hardware and real training behind them. Those are the people that want to destroy your home, destroy your life, destroy your family because they hate you. Stuart, the point is you've seen this up close on the ground, huh? Absolutely. Across the country, we've done 11 security efforts now at Trump rallies. We escort Trump supporters um, back to their vehicles because leftists will attack them because they know you're unarmed when you come out of a Trump rally. You go through Secret Service. So we stay armed on the outside and provide armed escorts back to the vehicles. So we've seen it. I, we've, we've been up against Antifa on the streets since 2016. We've seen it firsthand across the country. And we All can right. see what's happening. As, now, as the average American prepares, I know you're saying, hey, muster and get together and... and, and train and post your sheets and uh, you know document your skills i think that's wonderful advice what about the women and the children what do families do right well obviously of course women have skill sets too they can there might be skillful at, at canning and, and preserving food i mean hey you might have women that are you know nurses and doctors i'm not trying to be sexist about this but men have a duty responsibility to be the protectors but there are other skill sets. I mean, look at the Special Forces A-Team. They've got two medical experts, two communications experts, two engineers, two combat engineers, and they've got two weapons experts. And then, of course, they also have their leadership that does intelligence and, and understands PR. And that's why I'm bringing this up, because there is a role, there is a place, there is an opportunity for everyone to be involved and to make a difference and to prepare. Exactly. And it's not just the warrior with the gun. That's a critical component. Don't misunderstand me. That's the protector status without a doubt, but there's a whole lot more to that that operative than that, right? Absolutely, and comms is king. You need to plan for, by election night, you should all go get ham radios, even a little cheap Bofang dual band, because by election night, you should be prepared for the possibility of no phones, no internet, no power. Now, people need to understand when you say comms is king, you're talking about communications That's is right. key, right? Absolutely correct. Anybody in the military knows if you don't have comms, you don't have jack. Talk to me about the spiritual component a little bit. Well, so this is what I, yesterday I was asked by somebody, what do you say to a police officer or someone that's in the military about their responsibilities? And the first thing I tell them is, A, the founders put this oath responsibility in the Constitution for a reason. They said every officer at every level of government must take an oath to support and defend the Constitution. And in that oath, it says, so help me God at the end, because you're making a, a solemn promise to God that you will keep this promise. And we know that the Constitution was divinely inspired. If, with, if not for that, you wouldn't have Christianity in the world. If you lose our Constitution and lose liberty in America, the church will fall. It'll go into darkness. That's, that's the plan. So you need to thwart that plan by standing up and honoring your oath that you made to God. As the gloves come off and this gets, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, more extreme and more evident to every American, because it will touch their lives, it will touch their family, as it does, do you expect people to migrate across the country to safe covenant communities, if you will? It's already happening. We, across the country, we got guys that work in real estate. They'll tell you it's the rural properties that are selling like wildfire, and the prices are going up because everyone's getting out of the cities. That's what's happening now in Texas. It's happening in Florida. It's happening in Montana. It's happening across the country. There is hope, right? Oh, of course, and the hope is in us. It, it, you, we have, like I said, a tremendous pool. The bad guys have been unable to indoctrinate and brainwash 
the rural American patriot. And I talk to young people across the country. They grow up in the same way that we grew up in the country because they have lived the same lifestyle. They have yet to been able to crack that. They can't stop the reality. When you live out in the country and you know that there's, there's possibly a bear coming on your property or, or a mountain lion, you know that the nearest sheriff deputy is 45 minutes or an hour away, you have no choice but to accept reality and accept being a man. And that's what Liberty Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. Red Pill Expo Live interview with Stuart Rhodes. Final piece in seconds and then discussion on your radio. Listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. With lots of ifs. If President Trump runs out of lawsuits, if Biden is certified president, that will create a vacancy in California's Senate seat held by Kamala Harris. Black Lives Matter on their global website is insisting Democrat Governor Gavin Newsom put a black woman in the Senate seat, noting without Harris, there are no black women in the Senate. Political pundit Candace Owens weighs in on Fox. And I believe you're going to see that Gavin Newsom will do as they say. This is what happens when you don't have a spine to stand up to people in the beginning. You know, when they're rioting and looting and you're calling this a peaceful protest, uh, this is what happens in the end you start to manifest this idea that they are in power and they are in control and you are right. puppets in office that will do their bidding governor newsom says he has plenty of time no timeline has been established process is just beginning to unfold we are working through uh the cattle call of considerations uh related to uh what's the uh, profile right choice to replace senator harris usa radio news balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule changing the world one life at a time I've been taking vitamins off and on my whole adult life, and I've never seen any change. Not like this. Not since I've been on balance of nature. I used to take prescription medication for uh, muscle aches and stuff. I don't take that anymore. I wish I'd have started it back when I first heard about it on the radio. And if I can give balance of nature any advice, keep it out on the radio because I still hear these commercials from time to time, and I'm thinking, you know, you people need to listen up. I mean, I'm over 50. And, you know, your body starts wearing down. But now with nature has literally changed my life. It really has. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. Georgia election official Gabriel Sterling announced Tuesday more ballots have been found and not counted on the November 3rd election. The human beings that are part of this are the weakest link in the whole system. But that's why there's these checks and double checks and triple checks that we do before we finalize the audit phase of this. Sterling says the two irregularities were not related. This is a slightly different situation from Floyd. These were scanned votes that are on a memory card, whereas Floyd were a, a box of unscanned votes. White House Press Secretary Kaylee McNaney claims a third county is reporting irregularities. There's reporting that in a third county in Georgia, in Walton County, they have found the same issue, a memory card that was not registered with votes. And guess what? These votes favor President Donald J. Trump. What is going on here? Every American should be concerned. President Trump Tuesday filed another lawsuit in Carson City, Nevada, claiming over 15,000 votes were cast by people that moved out of state and voted in their new home state. 
USA Radio News. All right, Sam Bushman and Stuart Rhodes were live at Red Pill Expo on Jekyll Island. And uh, the interview continues now. And that's what they don't like. It's why they want to depopulate the West and depopulate the rural areas and push you into the city. They want to kill that. Now, let's be very clear, though. A lot of women uh, understand this, too, and they're ready to defend their livelihoods, their family, their loved ones also. Of course. But I talk to the men about their duty and responsibility. Don't shuck that, that duty, guys. You have a responsibility to be a protector. That's why, I mean, men, look at, look at how we're built. We are load-bearing com, uh, combat chassis. That's what we are. That's why you have so much upper body strength. You it's can time, throw that spear. It's time to deliver, ladies and gentlemen. What have I overlooked, Stuart, that you want to mention to the world? What's that, sir? What have I overlooked that you want to mention to the world at Red well, Expo time? Our, our job is to be advisors, just like a special forces team. We have, I think we have quite a few uh, special forces guys coming on board now. Um, several several recent ones were the retired SF. But our job is very similar. We want to be your advisors and trainers, and we'll do that for free. You can contact us on OathGivers.org. You can join there, of course, whether you're prior service or not. But you can also come talk to us on DefendAmericaNow.com. It's free for you to come join that forum, DefendAmericaNow.com, and let us know that you want to establish a town watch or a county watch or a county militia, and we will come help you. Ammon Bundy's been putting together some great things on this too, right? Uh, I have not been familiar about that. What's he, what's he doing? He has got a website and a texting system that allows a Patriots, as long as the standard communication stays up, to allow neighborhood by neighborhood kind of an accelerated neighborhood watch all across the country. That's great, but I think the best way to do it is just, like I said, do it the old-fashioned way and organize your neighbors any way you want to, but bring them together at the county level and invite your sheriff. And the first thing you should say is when someone asks you why, you tell them because we want to protect the police families and the police homes so they can go out and do their jobs. We're going to make sure that their family is safe. If you don't have that, no one's going to project out, and that includes you. All right, my friend, we appreciate you so much. Right. Give me the website again. Oathkeepers.org and DefendAmericaNow.com. Thank you. Stuart Rhodes, everybody. Thank you. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. There you have it. There's the interview live from Red Pill Expo with Stuart Rhodes. And you know what? You can say Stuart's a little bit extreme. He's in the uh, cities. He's seeing uh, serious on the ground civil unrest. In other words, he's going to the worst places in the country uh, to defend and protect. I get that. But I also get his point about what they've literally been germinating for decades in your government schools, uh, in society. And uh, now uh, it's coming home to roost. And uh, we have got neighborhood organizations, as he's mentioning. I agree with his point. Do it the old-fashioned way because then they can't take it down. At the same time, we've got to do it digitally. We've got to use every tool to our, uh, to our advantage at our disposal. Uh, Ammon Bundy put together peoplesrights.com to help in this effort. I'm a member of that group, and they've got tremendous, tremendous communication going on via county by county. Uh, and it's growing. And I've got people in my neighborhood to coordinate with. It's tremendous. It's great work. Uh, but will that be enough? And you could say, well, it won't come to Utah. That's too conservative of a state. Poor lady that owned a coffee store up there in Boise, Idaho. They just kicked her right off the campus and shut her business right on down. If it could come to Boise, Idaho, can it, can it come to Utah? Uh, and so we had protesters and somebody got shot in Provo. Utah. 
So you know what? This isn't, we're not immune from this, folks. And at the end, Stuart Rhodes said, call your sheriff. Invite him. We've invited our sheriff. He's not interested, Kurt. In fact, I invited all 29 sheriffs from the state of Utah uh, to come to a free dinner that I was going to put on with a few people, Richard Mack and uh, several other people at Liberty Hall. And uh, I was going to have all 29 sheriffs come. And it was going to be a a working dinner strategy session on how we could make sure to keep the peace in America and how we could make sure that we could work together with the police, that the the populations, that the people uh, on the ground and in neighborhoods, the neighborhood watches, if you will, that we're building, had the ability to communicate with their sheriff and had an open relationship. You want to know what happened? The sheriff refused to come, said, we're not interested. Forget it. You guys are nuts. We don't want to talk to you anymore. That was the end of that discussion. So I don't have any confidence uh, in the system, in the courts. I don't have any confidence in, a, in our societal uh, organization or structure. Neighbors are turning on neighbors and reporting neighbors and turning neighbors in, betraying neighbors. Uh, when somebody gets down on their luck and is about to lose their home, it's neighbors that carp up the home at a discount, destroy the stuff of their neighbors, send them south. Who cares if they're homeless? This is what we're seeing right in our own communities, Kurt. And so I pray for the best, and I'll work to my level to the best that I can. But I don't have a lot of confidence in the system. And uh, it's time to be honest about that. It's not time to melt down. It's not time to give up. But when Andrew Yang literally can publicly come on TV and suggest committing a felony, and very few people even stand up against that, when you can literally, I mean, when, at the red pill, there were reporters there that came, and they reported and said we were basically cranking up violence and were the ones to be feared. And all we wanted to do is put together neighborhood watches to protect the police, to protect the sheriffs, to protect our families, to protect those around us, to stop the rioting and the looting. Right? That's all we wanted to put together and do. But literally, you've got people in the media that have, you know, they got money. They put their money where their mouth is. They go to the red pill. Uh, They basically come into the event, act like they're our friends, and then stab us in the back and report about how dangerous we are. Bunch of articles came out right after the Red Pill Expo. And here's what they said. They said Stuart Rhodes, Richard Mack in their militia organizations, Ammon Bundy and his militia organization, they're all working on their own militia crank-ups, and Sam Bushman, the talk show host at the center of of it all, keeping all these people together to promote um, the danger that is now known as Red Pill. And you look at this and you go, that's what they reported about the four of us. Richard Mack, Sam Bushman, Stuart Rhodes, Ammon Bundy. And the articles literally said that Sam Bushman, the media man, the radio guy, as Stuart Rhodes says, the con communications guy, the com, com is king. The communications guy at the center of it all is Sam Bushman. Okay, they're literally trying to get us in trouble and throw us in jail, Kurt. And I don't have a single neighbor that would, would help save me. I don't have a sheriff that would come to my rescue. I don't have anybody that would put any money into my defense. I don't have any of that. I'd be on my own, buddy. And so that's, I just wanted to kind of give you an idea of where the cynical viewpoint comes from. I believe in this country. I believe we have the greatest country on the face of the earth. I believe the truth will eventually prevail. I believe that uh, this uh, country will have patriots who are obedient to the supreme law of our land, the Constitution, uh, and the flag will be blown in the breeze when the Savior comes. I believe in George Washington's vision. The only question is how abusive and how hardcore will it be along the way. And that depends on how every individual decides to behave and act. 
if they keep the commandments of God and if they work together and have kindness and unity and peace and love, then great things can be in our future. But if we double down in hate and rejection and fear and separation and isolation and contact tracing and ratting on one another, and I could go on and on and on and on, then I don't expect it to be a very pleasant time. Okay? I'll give you an example. I don't know if you know, but they say hate crimes in U.S. reach highest level in more than a decade. The next headline says, Bow and Arrow Man <laughs> sentenced for threatening people during violent Salt Lake City protests. This is the kind of stuff we're seeing right here in our neighborhoods. Now, there's a lot good going on in the world, too, and I don't mean to overlook that. I don't mean to in any way ignore that or suggest that doesn't matter. But I don't see enough people standing up for what matters. The organization of those who hate us, the, the dollars, the cents, is swamping our system. And most people are not even aware. Okay? So when should President Trump vote or back away from vote fraud reality and capitulate? I ask that question. I say he should never back away from it until he runs out of legal, peaceful remedies. And I believe that's probably after the uh, they um, certify their state elections and the uh, electoral college votes. So we got a lot of good work to do. But I don't see enough Americans standing up to do that good work. Okay? In, uh, oh, what's that state they, that we just lost? They, they, they were not going to certify and then they decided to? Was that Wisconsin or Michigan? Michigan, Michigan I think right. it was Detroit. So, yeah. um, you know, what happened was that they were going to do the right thing. And if enough of us would have backed that right, doing the right thing, if the good people would have been there, the good Republican constitutional people would have been there and said, hey, we need you to hold the line on this thing. We could have won right there. But because there was a vacuum and only wickedness, they just shut off the video, twisted some arms, changed the outcome, turned on the video and announced. Right? And that's what happened. And I'm seeing it all over the country. But I got great news right on the other side where I believe the solutions lie. They don't lie in Washington, D.C., and they don't lie in the courts. They lie with we the people, as Stuart Rhodes wisely pointed out. And I got great guidance, a voice we should be listening to in seconds. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. 
Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. All right, so there's a couple of voices we should be listening to. Brings me courage and hope and good news. There are good people doing good things, folks. And our ability to tell you about it is there. Limited, no doubt, but there. We've got thousands of followers on <clears throat> Facebook and Twitter. Problem is, we're all shadow banned. So when we put out a tweet, very few people see it. And what happens is the people that help fund us go, oh, you guys aren't even getting the word out. You're not big enough to worth, be worth funding. And so then we don't get any funding because people say you don't even matter. See, that's how it works, right? But here's the good news. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and the leader of that church, the prophet, uh, his name is Russell M. Nelson. He says the challenges that we face as fellow global citizens are immense, but our ability to feel hope and seek healing in Jesus Christ remains strong. And then he says, please join me for a special message of hope and healing. And the message will take place on November the 20th. That's this Friday at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. All right. In my opinion, this is critical. So you can go listen to that. Go to Church of Jesus Christ, the Church of Jesus Christ.org. Uh, and you can learn more about it and uh, get involved and watch this presentation. I think it'll only be 11 minutes long. Uh, but he's going to give a message of hope. And whether you believe in a, uh, the prophet of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or not, whether you believe he's a prophet or not, whether you believe he's just a religious leader or not, uh, whether you agree with him or not, isn't, isn't the point. Uh, the point is, though, to hear what he has to say. Will he give you guidance for peace? I believe the answer is yes. Will he give you reasons for hope? I believe the answer is yes. And so uh, the reason that I bring this up is we don't always want to just sit there with bated breath, hoping the courts do the right thing, hoping, uh, oh, my gosh, if Donald Trump wins, we're going to be safe. And if Donald doesn't win, it's going to melt down. It's going to be horrible. Okay, I agree I want Donald Trump to win, and I agree we should do everything in our power to help the truth come out and the truth to prevail. No doubt about it. But the answers are looking inward to our families. The answer is in our willingness to repent and keep the commandments of God. The answers are in our willingness to realize the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints prophet, a great religious leader. It's kind of like listening to the Pope. Hey, I'm not a Catholic, but if the Pope had a great message he wanted to tell the whole world, I would be willing to tune in and listen. 
Okay? So on 11-20, that's this Friday at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, um, we will hear from the leader of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and he says he has a message of hope and courage. A message of hope and healing. So anyway, we'll mention that tomorrow as well. Uh, and on Friday, of course, to remind people to check it out. Whether you're a member of the church or not, whether you believe he's a prophet or not, just listen to another person for peace. Will he give you guidance and direction and, and for peace? And by listening to him, will comfort come into your heart? You can find that out this Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Another great person I think we should be listening to on the political front, if you will, it's actually a Broadway star, Kurt. I don't know if you know who Chad Kimball is. But he says he will respectfully disobey Washington State's unlawful orders due to COVID-19. He says he will sing in church. He said, respectfully, I will never allow a governor or anyone to stop me from singing, let alone singing in worship to my God in church, the 44-year-old actor told uh, people via Twitter. He said that to his thousands of followers on Twitter. He says, I'm just not going to capitulate. I'm not going to give up on this. I am not going to just not sing. So what happened is, I guess, in the state of Washington, the governor tried to lock down churches and say, you can't sing, you can't this, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. And in my opinion, this Broadway star, Chad Kimball, said, uh-uh. It was in response to new coronavirus restrictions um, that the governor... I guess it's Jay Insley, is that how you say his name? This whacked out governor in Washington trying to lock everybody down. And this, um, Mr. Kimball says, I'm going to sing in religious services. That's all there is to it. I commend him, Kurt. And I'm not trying to be disobedient to the government, but, but when they lock down like this without authority, we, knew, we do need to stand up and be bold here. He, he says, you know what, I understand they're trying to be on the side of safety, but Safety is uh, being uh, manipulated here. And, and anyway, he goes on and explains. He just says, listen, people are starting to question the science here. People are starting to kind of say, wait a minute. And so, in my opinion, this is great news uh, from this Chad guy. I don't really know much about him because I don't follow Broadway actors or whatever very well. But all I'm telling you is, again, I'm not really a civil disobedience guy in that I don't like to break the laws. There's a balance there. But I think this guy has every right to say, when I'm in church, I'm going to sing to my God. I'm just going to. And I think that we need to give some pushback there, Kurt. What you really have is these governors in Washington State now saying you can't sing at church. Now these whacked out governors back east. Uh, I can't remember which governor. I don't have it all in front of me. But she's literally now demanding you got to wear your mask in your house, Kurt. That's Whitman. Governor uh, Whitman, whacked in, uh, out Whitman. She's crazy, Kurt. Minnesota, I think. Yeah. I don't think well, it's Minnesota. Well, you know, and, okay, well, anyway, uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, you know, one of those, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Whitman, let me check here and see. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's interesting to me, the same ones who uh, would be uh, available for any uh protest if you will you know they call them these peaceful peaceful protests um you know they're uh, gonna show up for those even without a mask and all that stuff but then if uh, a guy wants to sing in church you know it's pretty much a problem 
You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a Whitmer, by the way. It's Governor Ge- uh, Gretchen okay. Whitmer, right? Yeah. She's a Michigan governor. She? Okay, I'm sorry. Lawyer, educator, former prosecutor, state representative, and senator. Now she's governor. But she's literally... She's, uh, she's king. Doubling down. Yeah, at least. But the... Uh, at least... Uh, Remember those guys that tried to do a citizen's arrest against her for her abuses, Kurt, and then they got arrested, thrown in jail, and they said that they were trying to, you know, kill her, do whatever else, or kidnap her, and okay, that battle's Uh, still going on there. So you can't even do citizen's arrest anymore. The the, the thugs are too far above the people with their secret combinations, Kurt. Yeah, good point. The uh, legislature, as far as I understand, is working against her as well. But, you know, like, at least when you're talking about this Chad uh, guy... He's an example of what we've talked about for years where they say, well, the Supreme Court says you can't take a Bible to school or something like that. And I don't know exactly when when that was, but, you know, that's what people say. You can't have God in school and things. And yet we've talked about it forever, uh, how all that you got to have is uh, people with some courage, you know, a la Chad or whatever, um, and uh plenty of others who say hey i'm just not gonna do that you know that doesn't mean compared to and this kind of reminds you of the Ammon bundy thing but it doesn't mean you're gonna go and uh, destroy things it doesn't mean you're gonna light police cars on fire or uh, blow up buildings or do anything like that because that's what the people do that are doing the wrong thing there's rioting and and destruction but peaceful protests would be just that peaceful sam and they would be saying uh governor um you're out of control uh well what these people tried uh, to do is peacefully arrest her for her crimes mm -hmm. but they weren't allowed to do that right well you know uh, i i know this that there's uh different um what would you call them uh checks and balances and uh you know that's where you have your uh you know uh this thing that we've we've kind of let go for way too long it seems like to me and that is we've let uh courts and um and uh judges and uh, you know the i mean we've talked about it over and over uh these individuals who are breaking the law uh, not really have to pay for their crimes whereas the rest of us you know hey, get nailed to the wall That's right. You know, that kind of thing. All right. Well, pro-Trump NFL superstar Burgess Owens trounces Democrat to win congressional seat for the state of Utah. That's a good news piece, right, Kurt? Well, I wouldn't call it a trouncing, um, at least. Yeah, that's um, just the headline for the press, you know. Yeah. uh, I would just say that, uh, you know, they just barely figured this out. What is it? I don't know, is it two weeks since the election? Yeah, Kurt, um, you, know, you can't get to the truth on elections very timely anymore. I know. Uh, I mean, you just think uh, in the days of old, you know, you go in the night of the uh, election, you right afterwards, the judges sit there and you count your uh, Yeah, but that ballots, was back before fraud. A piece of paper King. and a pencil. I know, uh, but... Make America great again, you know, Sam. Let's uh, return to what works. And, Amen. And when you when you did that that night, you gave your report. Uh, you know, each precinct would report to the county, and you could look at that kind of stuff. You might use computers to basically say, "Hey, here's our 
our report and you could show everybody's report and then each uh, precinct could look and say, yeah, that's our report. And then you could add all those numbers up and it should be done right then, shouldn't it? I mean, at least to me, uh, now yeah, I understand not, if they're going to try to certify it or somehow where they're going to check it again. Not to uh, commit fraud. But, you just can't do that timely like that, buddy. It would be too transparent. Yeah. That's very true. Sam. That's the point, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's just show you how whacked our society is getting. So Candace Owens, very conservative black woman, in my opinion, does a phenomenal job. She's not sorry for trashing Harry Styles, Kurt. I guess Harry Styles, Harry Styles is he's wearing a dress on the cover of Vogue magazine. Cool. If you don't know who Harry Styles is, just ask your daughters if they know who One Direction is, Kurt. One Direction? Uh, some, is that a show or a it's song? It's a music band, a Kurt, that claim they'd be more popular than the Beatles. Obviously, that you haven't heard of them, Kurt, so they're, they haven't achieved their goal yet. I'll tell you that right now. But oh, all I'm okay. telling you is Harry Styles is a singer. And... Um, you know, very popular, one of the leaders of One Direction, at least back in the day. And uh, he basically wore a dress on the cover of Vogue. He's the first man to grace the cover in a dress, buddy. And he talks yeah. about, uh, you know, uh, dress standards that are, quote, gender neutral. And he says, I just, you know, some days feel femi and I just roll into the store and I look at women's clothes and I just think how incredible they are. And some days I go in and look at man's clothes. And so I believe in, um, you know. I don't know what you want to call it, but fashion fluidity. And uh, so now they're promoting that. Of course, Vogue magazine has quite a big following. And, uh, you know, the conservatives uh, don't. Another reason I don't get Vogue magazine. The conservatives don't have a response. We don't have a magazine, Kurt. I mean, we're shutting down magazines, you know. Sad to say, well, but true, got folks. The new American. Yeah. Yes, we got the new American. Good point. I'd be interested in comparing Vogue and New American readership numbers. Any way to do that, Kurt? See, the New American, in my opinion, should be in every household, personally. Right? We'll keep working on that, by the way. So there's a lot to do in America, ladies and gentlemen. At what point do you got to say, I just got to go into family preservation mode? You know, I've tried to publicly make a difference for a long, long, long time. And at what point do you do what? What, what should the strategy be? Ponder that, ladies and gentlemen, because we'll be exploring that in the next many broadcasts to come. Praying for truth in the elections. For Sam and Kurt, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the republic. <laughs>